Oh, what are we at? 56? Six. 58? 56. Is it 58? I put 56 in my title, so I hope it's 56. 56 it is. All right. 56-ish. Ish. 56. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this, man. Let's get now. Let's do it. Now Hi, friends. Here. Welcome to the Bloody and Sunny Show. My name is Bloody the Elf, and this over here is my hetero life partner, Sunny Smash. And welcome to the show for jackasses, by jackasses, with jackasses, fully jackassery. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Yeah, welcome in. We got a lot going on. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We do. We have we have a lot to talk about. Study almost perished, and I, I, I wouldn't let him tell me the story. I wanted to hear it live. No, legitimately, almost like died. no bullshit. No bullshit. A punt hair away from death today. And um, then, uh, yeah, yeah. And then we we're gonna do uh, round two of Disturbian Suburbia. We're gonna talk about that'd be actually uh, round three. Is it? Oh fuck, it is. Right, well, we're at the tail mind. end. We are. Look at that. This is the look, final. Look at that final installment of Disturbia and Suburbia. It is. Oh, so I don't have to watch that other one now? That's good. I think it might make an appearance, though. Oh, damn it. Okay. Getting through this one was fun enough. So, so, so. We're going to talk about I can't Serbian wait to film. talk to you. A Serbian film. I can't mm -hmm. wait to discuss this with you. Because I think we're going to have different opinions on it. Are we? You think? Maybe. We'll see. Um, but anyway, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do some this week in dumb. Um, we are, and then uh, some rotten tomatoes game. Bloody has some uh, some delicious, some tasty movies lined up for me. I can feel it. I did. I lines. do. Um, it's gonna be fun. I'm yeah. not sure you've seen them all. all right. Well, I don't think it matters. Never does. Anyway, um, so let's get into it. I almost died today. Tell us um, what happened. So I was, um, I was installing the bidet in the the guest bathroom, and um, the toilet seat that we got was missing a nut, and oh, 
the uh, the goddamn Iranians that lived in here before. You've seen how how ghetto rigged everything in my house is, right? Like everything. It is extraordinarily yeah. ghetto rigged. So everything on the toilet was cross threaded, so, like yeah, all the water lines. So I I could not get them off. So I had to re replace um, the uh, the guts the guts of the toilet. All of it, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I was gonna quit and just be like I'll deal with this tomorrow but then the little rubber seal on the toilet lost its seal so it was just leaking water all over oh, the place so it's oh. like <laughs> later blew a, blew a seal hey, uh, hey. Um, so I was like well this is a thing I have to deal with right fucking now awesome so I was very irritated went to Lowe's got all the shit that I needed um, and then on my way back I missed the turn to go to um, right off Right off 31st, so I was like, oh, I'll just go to 35th and Thunderbird. So I'm sitting there in the turn lane, and then right in front of me, a head-on collision happens. Um, Holy shit! So somebody was going south and turning left, and another person in a van was going north, and as they, you know, as they were turning left, nailed each other, and not only nailed each other, but the van that was going north hit so hard that it went like this, like it was oh. on its front, yeah. It was on its front and it was sliding on its axle across the street. So sparks were flying out and shit. Oh, that's um, so hot. And I'm sitting there in the fucking turn lane. Like, had they had they collided literally two seconds earlier, that van would have rolled on top of me and I would have died. Uh, Contrary fucking... to what you guys might assume, too, um, Sunny does not drive a Nissan Armada. Instead, he does drive a chevy sonic well no i was driving is... i was driving marie's uh 98 crv oh then you would have been fine no no it would have it would have rolled on top of me yeah, yeah no it would roll i was on top like of you. i was like holy shit and there was a cop that was just right there so i mean it was convenient <laughs> um but 35th and thunderbird that's a a real dangerous intersection like super dangerous but i was like oh man and uh it, it sucked because i was like I had just gotten off the phone with Marie and we were kind of frustrated with each other because I was frustrated because I had to do this fucking job and yes. uh, and she was frustrated because I was frustrated. So like I thought about it, I was like, man, that might have been the last conversation that we ever had was just being annoyed with each other. So I came home, hugged my family, kissed my kids, but I had a whole shit ton of adrenaline going because it was loud and did you get the shakes and shit? Yeah, shit happened. Yeah, I did. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, like adrenaline overrun. It was yeah. It was what fucking oh, overdose. In, yeah, it was fucking intense. Um, like I'm on an, I think an hour and a half of sleep right now from last night. Oh, you're looking um, good too. But yeah, yeah, I'm I am pumped. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was fucking terrifying. I was like, oh shit. And uh, I feel kind of bad that I that I just went home to my family and didn't like get out and like you know try to help because part of me wanted to do that but then another part of me was like just go home kiss kids you know also I think you did the right thing um with your fucking luck bro you would like try and help somebody and then like they would be hurt and then blame you and then sue you <laughs> that's fair fucking don't right. help anybody dude your, your debt to society is paid <laughs> oh man but yeah i was i believe as as we are youtubers 
We don't need to help anyone. We're fine. This is how we help. Um, we well, don't yeah, help car accidents. We help car accidents happen with our in the car hilarity that we provide you via Spotify and <laughs> Apple uh, Music, iTunes, iTunes, other places, whatever else, Google, po- Google Podcasts, and what what not those places. Yeah, and then those weird places that people go that are like Serbian. Not unlike the film that we're going to be talking about today. Speaking of segues, uh, but yeah, I was uh, I was not scared. I was scared but you're thing. okay. I'm okay. I'm How good. are you and Maria? Are you guys still annoyed with each other? Did you guys no, cry a little no, bit and say I'm sorry? Much better. I actually got a little emotional, man. Because I, I, I yeah, because because I thought about it and I was like, man, I, like I said, I was like, man, that that could have been the last conversation we had, and then. Thought about you didn't my like kids. That, did you? And, no, no, I didn't. Not even a little bit. Put shit into perspective, you know. Perspective. Perspective. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're good now. Everything's good. We're Bro. Bro. You want to get into it? Let's do it. I do. A Serbian I really film. do. Well, Disturbia let's, let's in suburbia. Let's talk about the arguable most disturbing film of all time. Mm-hmm. Did you get through it? I did. Yeah. Start I did. to finish? Uh, well, it's you went like half and then half. Half and then half, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I started watching it last night after I was uh, uh, done streaming and then I fell asleep for a little bit. And then, yeah, and then watched the rest of the day. Now here we are. It's an interesting film, wasn't it? That's a that's a word for it. That's a word. It is an interesting film, yes. Okay, so we understand it I okay, this film is fucking horrible, all right? Like it's the imagery that it portrays is is absolutely over the over the line that mm-hmm. it possibly could have been, right? Like we agree on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Newborn porn. Right? Awful. Like we right like it was it was vulgarity for the sake of being vulgar like it Mm -hmm. it, but but at the same time when you watch it for me when i watched it i was able to sit by myself um and watch the film and take some notes hey you don't want anybody walking in on you watching this film i actually told the boy you cannot come in my room for the next (laughs) two hours because I'm watching a movie and it's that bad that I'm even telling you you can't watch it. <laughs> and he was like, I'm playing Overwatch. I'm like, okay, but you have a tendency to like every 45 minutes kind of walk in and be like, what are you doing? Can you make me food? <laughs> like, like, that can't happen. Like, you are not to come in. Yeah. Uh, drew lines in the sand. I'm watching this. And then I had like this like moment of let's not go straight into the film right away let's read about it first so let's kind of understand what i'm watching before i watch it now i didn't want to like you did a different thing which was like what's going to happen in the movie like i want to know what i'm getting into now i just kind of wanted to know like who directed it like 
what was its Rotten Tomato score? I mean, it's legitimately then, a Serbian film. So I mean, it was a, a Serbian film made in mm -hmm. Serbia. And then I wanted to like kind of read a little bit about the director and why. This is a reasonable movie to say, why did you make this film? Yeah. Like not, to, you know, what was it like? To, it was like, why would you make this? <laughs> is a very fair question to ask it this is. guy. Who seems kind of like a relatively normal dude. As with all the people in the film, seem normal. Yeah. Why just, would you make this? Like this is the <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it was like, what? What? Why? Why would you make this movie? <laughs> and so it turns out that not unlike India, where it's Bollywood. crazy yeah, nepotism just, yeah, and just, three things kind of pre-polished and is put up for the sake of it being made not mm -hmm. there's no art there's no nothing at all it's all what do you call it like when it's pre-approved everything like there's 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 nothing says anything anymore and it's extraordinarily um censored in yeah. serbia so it's like this movie is the absolute like it is a piece to speak out against their government and the way that films are produced in Serbia. That's why they made the film. So then knowing that going into it as it's actually a piece that's trying to say something, not making it as brutal and disgusting as they, well, they did. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. Like you, you <laughs> nailed it guys. You really, you really hit the nail on the head there. Um, that's why it was that way. And then when you take that into account where it's now like a political piece versus just a smut film, it kind of puts things into a little bit, li a little bit, not a lot of perspective, <laughs> but let's get into the film. Like, sure. Okay. Why so not? it's, it's not short. Like it's a hour and 45 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Um, and the entire okay, so the premise of the film, real quick, let's just knock through it. Um, a relatively successful um, porn star, this guy yeah. named Milos, mm -hmm. is um, since retired and is now in his like fifties um, with his family, his wife and son, who is kind of a beautiful family structure. His wife is stunningly beautiful. Jeez. And um, hi, Marie. Welcome in. This is gonna uh, be fun. As we live and breathe. And uh, <laughs> don't live and breathe. I'll take it from here, bro. <laughs> I got this. You're off the hook. Um, it gets an offer that is like, we know you're struggling for money and mm -hmm. you are running out because you're not working anymore. Um, we can give you an offer that will make you so much money that even your son, Peter, will be wealthy to his death right. that much money and he was like I don't know why you would even want me to do something like this like why would you throw money like that at me like what is it and the guy's like I will not tell you what it is nobody even cares what a pornographic film is about but it's going to be art porn like it's new this is the new thing mm -hmm. and uh, he goes home kind of sleeps on Rolls it, it discusses over. it yeah. Yep, discusses yep. it with the wife as one does. And um, and he's very much so in that stage of life where he's kind of made a realization that his glory days are over. 
Yeah. Um, and he kind of really looks back on, he didn't love what he did, but he loved like the money that he made from it, being able to support his family. And mm -hmm. like there was a certain amount of stardom that he used to have that he senses kind of lost. And he kind of misses sort of that aspect of life. And um, so the thought of getting back to it isn't the worst thing that he's ever been. Yeah, it triggers his nostalgia for, for yes, the good old and, days. And the entire first out, the entire first hour of this film is basic. You would say just fairly standard run of the mill porn. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like nothing over the top, standard, whatever. He actually kind of has a lovely relationship with his wife. Yep. Like he loves, clearly loves his wife very much, loves his son very much. He walks in on his what son. What he did? Oh yeah. Yeah. He finds he finds his movies. Yes, and yeah. he has yep. a, a kind of a cute discussion with his kid about basically the hormones of like you're watching porn and then you start to get a little uh, little tinglys, little tingly. Yeah, and, well, yeah, and it has to explain to him, you know, like this is what that is, and you discover this on your own in private. Do it in the bathroom. Uh, whatever, and it's kind of cute. You're just like, take those I, 45 I, minute showers. Yes, and I was like very much so in the very the entire first hour of this film. I'm like, no, this is actually kind of cute. You know, take it at face value for what it is. Was it not? Like, I loved I mean, this entire degree, family yeah. dynamic. I loved it. I'm like, it's it's kind of beautiful. I loved it. And then he's walking around. You know, he's getting uh getting the guns loose and meditating getting ready to go back to the porn life as he's accepted and taking this offer now and he walks out with his hog out and I'm like I remember noting sunny size hog on this guy way to go man <laughs> impressive the, uh, I'm like, <laughs> good for the, you uh, Milos good yeah, for you yeah absolutely and uh yeah and that's when everything changed yeah it changed for me and that a turn. The first half of this film, I would I would venture to say as it's not very good, but for what it is as a foreign film about pornography, I would say it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. And then it took a hard it left turn. It wasn't good, but it was pretty good. You know, all things considered, <laughs> not yeah. good, 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 not great. Yeah. And um, and then it went and to a hard, hell. Hard left turn. Really, really turn. fast. As, yeah, as they started shooting. Um, so if I'm, uh, they they started shooting at an at an orphanage, mm -hmm. um, and uh, he's uh, Milos has an earpiece where he's getting instructions from the the director. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember his name. Um, doesn't matter. Really doesn't. Um, it really doesn't. Bull, um, or something like that. Yeah, it's a V name. A V, a v name. Something like that. It does. It's Serbian. It <laughs> um, and he sees this chick who's getting yelled at for being uh, by by her mom for being a prostitute. Yes. Um, and uh, um, somebody else is like bleeding like a, a popsicle. And um, we learn and later learn that that's her daughter. Yeah. You want to guess an age on her? 15? 15? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking? Yeah. yeah. All right, nailed it. Okay, good. We'll go with it then. He is then uh, told to, to get get throated by um, 
by the mom, right? The the girl's mom. Yes. And he's he's like, mm -mm, I don't want it. Nope. And then, not uh, doing that. Yeah. Uh, but then they make him like they force him to do so. Like and, physically, choker uh, hold him. Yeah. And they're like, fuck her throat because <laughs> she was. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, they, something about uh, she was cheating on her war hero hu husband, and then uh, yeah. he died. Made, he was dead, and he's dead at war. Yeah. And she is like hooking now, and it mm -hmm. is, I guess, in Serbia, that's a really bad thing to do. Um, and the only punishment that they can see fit is that Milos give her the the uh, oh, what for? The uh, the what have you, uh, <laughs> and uh, there's gagging for a while, and then mm -hmm. uh, as he uh, completes, um, they are all very excited about it. They're like, "Hey, man, that was art. Now we're now we're yes." <laughs> and um, now we're cooking with gas. Now we're now we got a film. There we go. <laughs> So that's the start of his filming. Now, at first, like, he's really not, really not into it. Like, yeah. Milos isn't a bad guy. Like, we have to kind of over and over and over and over again say, he's not a bad dude. He's, he's just, just taking kind of this like opportunity. Yeah. He's taking this opportunity for his family. And then he's being yeah. wa walked through this whole thing by the director and the director's security. The director's security physically forces him to do most of yes. this sh uh, most of the ensuing shit that we're going to talk about yes um and uh, so that's the first run and then yeah. so we can kind of like fast forward yeah that he's not super comfortable with it next up he's gotta do her again and it's they want him to start hitting her mm -hmm. and then he's like i'm I'm gonna fucking quit, and then um, he winds up doing it again, yeah. and then is like, "I'm done, uh, over it." I w I wish you would have told me what this was sooner, so yeah. that I could have quit sooner. Yeah, and so we weren't wasting anybody everybody's time. Yes, yeah. he was like, "This is I'm not gonna do this at all." So then he's driving home, and then starts to lose his fucking mind. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, over the top. Like, this chick that's driving him home, he's, like, he's getting, like, the crazy eyes and is now, like... Oh, no, you skipped over a, a big part. How much did I miss, though? Oh, it was the, uh... The, the thing newborn. that made him... Yeah, the thing that made yes. him storm off. Okay, so... Newborn porn! <laughs> yeah. I'll oh, take it, don't God. worry. I'll take this yeah. one. So Please do. He's he's telling the guy that he doesn't want to do this film, and he's like, it goes on about something about victims that I don't understand. Like that he in, in reality is the only non-victim in this film, and mm -hmm. uh, it's like, well, let me just show you what we're working with here, and this shows him a different piece. So it's now cut to a pregnant woman on a table where his driver is now who really really leans in on those oakley bascom sunglasses real hard <laughs> like those are more than a part like my my persona is the beard his is these fucking sunglasses that aren't that cool um but 
and I'm guessing in Serbia, probably also not real. But anyway, this guy is delivering this baby, and you can see it crowning. Like they they don't shy away. Clearly, this is all is a real. I mean, you've yeah. seen a baby come out. Yeah. Like that's not really very good, but. Yeah, you know, they tried their best. And um, with the uh, special effects budget that they had, which I'm assuming probably wasn't that much because they spent it all on renting BMWs and <laughs> beautiful homes. Did you notice the homes in these? Yeah, they were They're like, holy shit. Like, these houses are beautiful. Their Airbnb budget was through the roof. <laughs> and probably 90% of their film. The other 5% was the uh, BMW rental. And then the other 5% was the... Uh, wages to the uh, staff and uh, catering but um they had 307 like dollars for special effects yeah it was basically <laughs> a what would even it look like a giant latex blob of an infant that the driver now takes off his whitey tidies to fornicate and then the guy filming it is very excited as he proclaims newborn porn Oh, it was and awful. Like the worst Milos, bit of this. Yeah. Yeah. This was the, probably the worst moment of the film, where it's basically yeah. a man assaulting a infant, and the mother is more than a little excited about it. And uh, very proud. Very proud mom. So good for her. Um, and uh, that's where it was. You're like, realize, like, okay, we're in it now. Like, this is, yeah, this like, is where. This- this is what people are talking about. Uh, they, they're they're in the they're in the the what appears to be a baby, and uh, so he sees this, gets very upset, and is like, "I'm fucking out of here." Yeah. And then on the way out, that's when he goes crazy, mm-hmm. um, and then is like all about molesting this uh, doctor driver who has incredible cleavage. And um, he wants to touch that a lot. And then they bring him back. And then I'm trying to figure out. There's a scene where we get it. So we're tiptoeing around. There's a necrophilia scene coming up here real soon. But Mm -hmm. I don't remember it if it's because he wakes up and then goes back to where he is. Because he's now trying to relive he he loses his mind and then well, wakes he up. Loses, he loses his mind. Wakes up. He loses his mind Time after fast. after after the whole doctor thing. He he uh, he wakes up and he is um, not sure what happened. And um, it's like days later. Yeah, and he goes to the the set, the original set, and it's mm-hmm. abandoned at this point. And there are a lot of tapes, so he starts looking at the tapes, and then yes. he realizes that he was uh, apparently like drugged or yes something. he was drugged with a a bull viagra which makes him insane and unstoppable when his hunger arises yeah <laughs> and um nothing will stop him no matter so, what so the director no having knowingly done this is Yes, doing doing his job as a director and telling him what he needs to do. Um, yes. So the the mother that we were talking about before, um, he beats her mercilessly. Um, yes. And then uh, and rapes her, and then 
decapitates her. He's given a machete. Uh-huh. He cuts her head off after a couple of chops, but does strong. not stop. He's yeah. just yeah, he's, having he's, at it. He's going at it, and um, yeah. After after that, he's he's just in like this like fugue state. He's just staring like it's a thousand thousand yard stare, yes. and um, a then, thousand dick stare. <laughs> and then Milos is um just railed by uh, um by the director's security team. Yeah, they uh he gets put down to rest for his next scene and then is completely unconscious. Mm-hmm. And then the uh the security team films them one guy giving it to Milos. Why wouldn't you, I guess, at that point? I mean, there's no <laughs> rules. <laughs> Clearly. And uh <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so Milos isn't really thrilled about that. He's watching it back on the uh, little no camera. Wonder, no wonder my ass hurts. A lot. And then, uh, dude, what even happens after that? So, uh, oh, the lady getting her teeth pulled out. Yes, this is his. Okay, so pre- preface to this woman is that she is. Mila's co-star, who is mm-hmm. a porn star veteran, and um, is very upset with the director because she's the one who basically pulled him into it. And it's like I referred him to this, and you've turned him into like a drugged-out psycho. Oh yeah, because they used and, to work uh, together. They used to work yeah. together in the past. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, turned him into this drugged-out psycho, and it's just in a, this isn't porn anymore. This is something different. He, this is, if you, yeah. There were ways that you could have gotten him to do this, and you didn't want to do that. And now you're the way that you're doing it. I'm out too. So she's going to quit, and he winds up capturing her, putting her into a dungeon, ripping out all of her teeth, Mm -hmm. and then forcing her to perform fellatio upon. Some guy Some that we don't yes. know who he is yet. Mm-hmm. And um, he then chokes her with his wang and then snuffs out her nose so she can't breathe. Yep. And then basically borrows her dies. to death. Yeah. Yep. Um, because she can't bite him because she has no teeth. Yeah. And then uh, she's dead now. <laughs> so there was that. And you're like, well, see you later. And then, uh, yeah, so then we're approaching the end. Yeah. And you might just be thinking, bloody, sunny, how could this really get any worse? Oh, don't you worry. Don't worry. It does. It does. It, does. it gets a lot worse. <laughs> so, again, one of my favorite things about this film was the family dynamic in the very beginning. Yep. Um, a beautiful relationship between a husband, a wife, and a son. And um, so how could we fucking ruin that? They have an answer. So at the very last scene, drugged out psychopath is uh, Milos is now Mm -hmm. brought into a room of a uh, we're shooting from home today. And uh, there is two butts on the ground and he is kind of just pushed over there to handle that and he mm-hmm. starts going to town on one 
and uh, he seems to be enjoying himself very much, but he's very curious about the, the, the butt to his left. So he stops and starts, you know, pile driving that butt for a little while. And then they uh, really, you know, a lot of great footage going on. The uh, the director's losing his collective marbles. Like this is, yes, Milos, yes. This is porn, this is art. Yes, film. Just mm -hmm. losing his mind. And then another gentleman who was the, the throat murderer comes back with his mask on. He is masked. He is. Um, and uh, comes in and starts working on the other butt that Milos was originally working on. And um, the director then dis dismasks, demasks him. And it is Milos's brother from the beginning of the film who had a thing for his wife. Um, that was uh, now doing the butt to his right, and we know he has a thing for his wife because in the first hour we he gets he was talking to her and he had to stop talking to her to go to the bathroom to masturbate violently for a little while. So that was nice. <laughs> it was really sweet. And um, so now really they're they're now they're doing the butts, and he takes the the sheets the sheets, the sheets off scary. their head so you can see who they're boning, and. The guy's boning his Milos's wife, and he's boning his own son, who's eight-ish. Yeah, and uh, he's six. He's six. Six-year-old son. There you go. So yeah. uh, awesome. Um, he gets kind of loses his collective shit. Uh, Milos gets upset about this, yeah. of course, because he loves his son. Not like that though. And mm -hmm. then proceeds to kill everyone. And yeah. um, notably, a couple of things happen. So the wife comes to and then kind of wiggles away from Brother Bear here and then smashes his head with a statue. Yeah, it was like a, a bust. Ornamental. Yeah. Yeah, crushes his head. So that was fun. And then um, Milos uh, starts to attack the director, and who then look, has just... his security team come in which he then wrestles a gun away from one of them because of course they mm -hmm. are and then shoots the shit out of all of them um, and then the driver slash Oakley sunglasses guy he only has one eye by the way yeah. which is he comes important he's got eye patch eye patch yeah. Yeah. Uh, he pulls his sunglasses off and he's got like this he's got the one eye thing going so Milos takes his dick and shoves it through his eye hole. Because remember, he's still he's still feeling the effects Engorged. of the, the bull Viagra. Yeah. Yes. So and, he uh, shoves his dick into his eye socket. Skull fucks him to death. Mm -hmm. Literally. Literally. And then the wife is upset because of all of this, as one would be. Yeah. And um Oh, the director the, the director is as he's dying, he's like that's yes. the way to be. Yes. That's Milos. That is the way to be. And uh, so he's now dead because he had his head smashed into the concrete of mm. this warehouse that they were uh, filming in. Ooh. And rightfully so. I think he was probably a bad guy. Yeah. And um, something above board. No. Uh, Milos, though, is uh, starting to come come back. Several OSHA, several OSHA violations in this. Yeah, building. it was yeah. not okay. <laughs> and uh, so he goes home, 
because Milos is just kind of walking into like where this all happened and is now yeah. kind of realizing holy shit like this is what happened like as he enters these places his memories come back he remembers everything that's happened so he goes home oh, man. to his wife and kid yep. who are still there and qu- quite a bit yeah. uh, quite a bit traumatized um, the uh, so they kind of like just progress through the day and um, wind up going to bed and they got like uh, Milos has tried to off himself a couple of times that that throughout that afternoon you yeah. know a uh, glass of OJ and a uh, Glock to the dome and uh, but no success because uh, mm-hmm. he forgets to load the gun evidently I don't know how he can screw this up or uh, maybe misplace the safety um, I don't know I'm not a doctor. I'm not really sure what the uh, what the problem was there, but uh, he struggled with it. Yeah. Um, he does eventually kind of make peace with his wife. They they seemingly understand each other and what needs to take place. Yeah. So they go to bed with their child between the two of them and realize that uh, there is irreparable damage has been done. Yeah. And the only thing to do moving forward is to for them all to suicide yep. in the bed. I mean, I would have maybe have gone family therapy first and see how that sp- spins through, but not them. Um, no. uh, it's so, Serbia. It's Serbia. Do you understand? That's expensive. Yeah, I don't know. Does there. Serbia have uh, universal health care? <laughs> no. Let's find out. Appar- apparently not. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, the internet lies, but we don't. Does (laughs) Serbia have universal healthcare? Yes, it does. Oh, so they could have had that paid for um, by the government, (laughs) which is why they pay so much in taxes. And yet they opted out. And instead, Milos is... They're laying in the bed. Look kind of paint a picture for you. And Milos has his arm around Peter, the son, and his wife. Who is all fucked up still, but still stunningly beautiful. Um, And then you kind of pan back a little bit. And he's got his gun now to her back, pointing in so that he's going to shoot both his wife, his son, and himself. All with one clean shot somehow. Quite the marksman, this Milos. And um, they pan to outside of their house, which is, of course, beautiful. And then you hear the shot ring out. And uh, kind of the end of the movie, really. Well, almost. Like these people come. These people that come. He sees that were that like from the, the beginning. That were the part of their, yeah, part of the original crew. And um, they're, uh, they come in. And there's the they come into the bedroom, and there's the three bodies there, and then uh, one of the crew members unzips his fly, and the director says, "Start with the little one," and that's how we end the movie. Oh, I missed that whole scene. Really? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yep. That's a on an uplifting end, you know. Yeah. Beautiful. Awful. Awful. Awful film. 
Okay, so um, we can uh, we can go ahead and say that this was it earned its stripes on this one. Like this was easily a horrifically awful movie. Yeah, it was yeah. Hor- horrifically terrible. Uh, Yao, thank you for that follow, man. Um, <laughs> interesting way to enter the the stream, but I don't think you're allowed to say enter today, like at all. <laughs> Uh, he says, Let me ask you this: uh, the s- we've seen it now. Yeah. We can say we've seen it, and I've been putting um, off seeing this movie for several years. Like I've known a lot about of this like, movie. I've known about this the movie. Two of us. For all- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've been well aware of the movie since it was released in 2010. Um, but I had never had the means to see it until now. Well, I mean, You're I welcome. had. I just yeah. Thanks, man. Um. When we decided we were going to watch this for the segment, there was a lot of eye rolling and a lot of sighing, a lot of like, like, I don't want to watch (laughs) this film. That being said, now that we've seen it, it's a terrible movie. Right. Was it a, was it a bad movie? Um, objectively. I mean, Um, like aside from, Cinema content, content. Well, here's taking it into perspective of what they were trying to do, and in the perspective of having not known, having not known that it was it was basically a protest to the uh, the you know censorship Mm -hmm. of of Serbian the way Serbian films work. uh, no, it accomplished its goal, you know. No, but, they nailed it. Yeah, get in there. Um, but John, it's called a Serbian film. Like that's just the name that's of it. it. A, a John, Serbian film. Don't watch the movie. No, it's not. Don't do it. I don't it, wish this on anybody. I it's, saw a review for it, and when I was reading, and it was like, no one wants to see this movie. They just think they do. Like I basically, knew I didn't want to see this movie, and morbid curiosity is really the only reason anybody would ever watch this outside of reviewing it for a podcast. Yeah, like, <laughs> outside of that, and then you, reg- no you regret reason. it. You regret it. Like yeah. your morbid, you you your morbid curiosity gets the better of you, and then you're like, oh, why? Why did I do that? Why? It's uh, yeah, it's rough, man. Um. So was it a bad film objectively? Um, it accomplished its goal, and if it, if you're looking at it as a, a, just a, a, a political protest against the censorship of the Serbian film industry, then no, it's not because it accomplished its goal. But if you're looking at it objectively, as a as, 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 a, as, a, as a normal person viewing a film, uh, yeah, all all of it like top to bottom, it's like. Fuck me! Like it—it's like you said earlier. It's—it's it's over the top for the sake of being over the top and disgusting and awful and just the like the the worst things that could ever be done were done in this movie, and it's—it's it's not good. Like it's—it's it's just bad. Um, so. Yes and no. Like, yes, it's a bad film because it's a bad film, but no, it's not a bad film because it 
achieved its goal of, you know, as a protest. But yeah, it was a uh, it's tough to it's a tough tough one to get through. It's it's banned actually in several countries. Like you can't Serbia being one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a couple of things on this one. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has this. Do you want to take a stab at Rotten Tomatoes score? Because it's got one. Uh, nineteen percent. No. Is it good? Eh, better than a lot. A lot, a lot. Really? 47%. It's almost wow. fresh. That's impressive. Uh, I think... Silly. Go ahead. Here's the thing. Sorry. And kind of like... Everything you said is right. Like, mm-hmm. this is a disgusting movie. Right. Um, A couple of reasons why is... Acting surprisingly good. It was. That's yeah. why it's so bad is because it's mildly believable. Where you're like, uh, the whole time. <laughs> Even knowing that this isn't real. Like, this is not real. You're uncomfortable watching it. I, I, as you should be. Like, you as should be. As one should be. Yes. It's, if, it's, you're, it's if you're watching this, like, hmm, there's something fucking wrong with you. But. And here's another thing is that they made all these characters extraordinarily like you still relate to them um and that's why you get upset at the end of the movie where you're like ah, uh, like ah. it's because you really like the wife you really like milos you really like the kid like these are mm-hmm. all characters that you bond with early in the film because of the way that that family structure and it's showed. it's and it's deliberately and, set up that way so that yes. the ending is a punch in the fucking gut it, it it non-stop well from an it's almost like you could set your watch to it like the first hour is it's it's an okay movie it's almost <laughs> it's just a movie about the pornography industry like it's yeah. what you would expect, like as one does, mm-hmm. and uh, like you had seen raunchier things in like um, some of the Netflix series is about like people like getting out of the porn industry and stuff like that, yeah. um, like Hot Girls Wanted and stuff like that. Like it's all yeah. whatever. So you see this movie, and my point being, what I'm getting at is, I actually think this is a good film. Um, I think it's disgusting, awful, and no one should ever see it. Um, you don't want to see this film. You absolutely don't. But having seen it, I think this is one of like the legitimately saddest movies I've ever seen. And, oh, yeah, um, it's tragic. It's fucking tragic. Like, and I don't think it's bad. I think that I've seen far worse. Well, I, I think I, the best way to explain it is the way that I said it to you while I was driving to the post office and voice to text was uh, while this was the worst movie I've ever seen it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen yeah like it was it it's said better than something Gummo. yes significantly it's better than, better than Gummo. Gummo. <laughs> um, it had something to say and it said it um, yeah. it it was done it was done well like I, I don't want to heap praise on it because it's no. disgusting this film is disgusting don't ever watch it it really is um, don't see it. There's no Please. reason to. It's like watching a beheading video. Like you get nothing from this. 
Yeah. Like, don't. A beheading video would be better because then maybe you go join the army. But this, this, <laughs> this is disgusting. It's real rough. I give a six out of ten. Like, eh. I can see that. I've seen. Oh, that's I've seen that's fair. That's fair. But it's like it's the the imagery and all the shit in it for me was is where it was like, mm, like. Yeah, it's it's tough. It it's tough to fucking is, get through. It's, it's not an easy watch, and, and uh, it wasn't intended to be either. It no, it's no, on it was, the nose. Like it's it knew what it was doing. Hit it out of the fucking park with what they were yeah. trying to do. Uh, John says it reminds me of the German movie Silly Games, which is about a serial killer, Beavis and Butthead murder porning, uh, which was made as an objection to violence in media, and it's pretty unwatchable for me. Um, yeah. Right on, right on uh, par with that. They made an English version of that too, um, which is, I think, like seemed like shot for shot, it was like the same, if I remember. Right. I, I think but, it was too. Like, if you take this to the disturbing movie iceberg, um, the reason why it's like third level up is that this is still a movie. Like, there is yeah. characters, there's a plot, there's a story arc. Like, there's stuff happens a yeah. beginning a middle and an end um august what's the next one august that we talked about is torture porn like it's not there is no movie here it's just outlandish shit for the sake of being outlandish yeah um sunny i'm gonna go ahead and tell you you don't have to watch that one i'll go ahead and watch it and I mean, um i haven't I, so i mean if, if you're gonna do it i'll do it yeah, we'll talk about it next week and uh, keep this ball rolling because uh, why not? I haven't cried yet and um, <laughs> and wondered why I am the way I am. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, Serbian film. Don't watch don't, it. Just don't do it. It's, it's the worst movie ever made and I say movie in the sense that it is something with a plot so I've seen I've seen other movies that that are are like equally as disturbing and, and on the that disturbing movie iceberg that you sent me um one of them I watched recently and it's called the house that Jack built never um, saw that one uh, I watched it and it it has um what's his name American actor his fucking name. He's in uh, Wild Things. How's that? Uh, Matt Dillon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Uma Thurman is in there, and uh, Matt Dillon is an architect who is also a serial killer, and he kills lots of people, including children, and then hoards them in a freezer. So it's. He is a serial killer, but it's also loosely based off of the Divine Comedy in that he is going through like this, like several layers of hell, um, and speaks with Virgil, who is who he calls Verge, um, and uh, is going through like the, the like, wanna, layers of hell. Do you want to add this yeah. to the list? I mean, you can if you want. It's it's not a good movie. There are part there. Here's the thing: there are bits of it that I laughed at. Um, like it, there are parts that are like genuinely funny. Like there's a point where he has he stores a body in his car, um, 
and uh, it falls out of the bed of the truck or something like that. It's been a minute since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, and it's dragging across the street, so it's just leading this blood trail back to his house. Like, Perfect. and it's like several miles. And he gets home and he's like, "Oh shit!" Because it's literally like, "Hey, here I am. I can just yeah. follow follow the trail." And then it rains. He's like, "Oh, they got." <laughs> like, yeah. He is just a sense of relief that it, but it's uh, he he definitely kills children and he forces a smile on one of the kids' faces as it's as uh, as he's in the freezer, and it, it like doesn't like avert away from the kid's face like it shows this frozen kid definitely dead with a big ass smile on his face i watched that with marie and she's like i don't like this like at all i was like she's normal yeah (laughs) she is normal she's like i can't watch this anymore i was like well i'm gonna finish it because i started it and that's my thing is like if i start a movie i gotta finish it well start what you can't finish yep so uh so i finished it and it was like well that wasn't good. <laughs> no, it was not. But uh anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Disturbing suburbia. There it was. But yeah, you ready? Let's 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 move on. Do a little this weekend to... dumb. Let's rinse the filth off of us with people's <laughs> stupidity. Can we please? Yes. Let's just uh, let's get straight to it. Let's let's go straight to Tokyo. All right. Do you like ironic news stories? God knows yeah. I sure do. I know I do. Tokyo, Japan official government employee to get compensation for harassment by anti-harassment official. <laughs> harassed by the guy who's like, don't harass, but I'm gonna do it. What's up? I harassed you. A uh, former labor ministry employee who developed depression from power harassment inflicted by a superior serving as a power harassment consulting official has been awarded compensation. The employee, aged 29 at the time, reportedly endured repeated verbal attacks and abuse, including the being told to go die. The Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare intends to formally pu- punish the superior in the near future, that motherfucker's gonna get caned. You know it too. Mm-hmm. According in to the, the man feet. in, yep, in April 2017, he was appointed as a director general in charge of formulating and appraising policy, among other duties. Um, soon after taking up the post, the head of power harassment consultation staff, uh, the body of workers dispatched to each of the ministry's bureaus to prevent power harassment, reportedly said to him, uh, "Perhaps I can beat you up." After that, the same superior said abusive things like, if I told you to die, would you die? And apparently shouted at him in front of other colleagues and ignored him, among other acts. Uh, the man who had months where he worked 130 hours or more in overtime complained of overwork and power harassment via an external reporting counter, um, occupational phys- physician, and other avenues. Uh, there was no improvement in his working environment. He took a leave of ab- absence in December 2018. He worked, was diagnosed with the anxiety disorder and depression, uh, but he was still unable to return to work and left his position in March 2020. Uh, so, yeah, that guy's going to get caned and he's going to get some money out of that. Way to go, man. Yeah. Get your yet and play Get in there with your bloody feet. 
So I'm we're going down south to Arkansas. Not Oof. Florida man this time. You ready? Sure. Um man. Forest City, a manhunt for a suspected killer led officials to an Arkansas chimney on Friday, the twenty-third. Um 36-year-old Elliot Stewart had been charged with first-degree murder after uh, what WHBQ called a love-fueled stabbing uh, had left uh, 28-year-old Jimmy Rogers dead. Officers nice. with the Forest City Police Department responding to a report of a stabbing stated they saw a man later identified as Stewart running from an Albert Street home and discovered Rogers inside that home with multiple stab wounds. Uh, Rogers, identified by police as a boyfriend of the woman who owned the house, died on the scene. Stewart was identified as her husband. Um, So, you know, love triangle. Classic love triangle. Meanwhile, officers began scouring the neighborhood for Stewart and received a call that an individual unknown to a homeowner on a neighboring street was stuck in a chimney. Uh, The police department stated via social media the homeowner stated he did not know the individual in his chimney and allowed officers inside the residence to investigate <laughs> stewart's identity was confirmed Santa. he's bringing presents and shit. he had to be extricated from the structure by members of the forest city fire department he was then transported to area hospital where he was treated for injuries before his arrest so was this he upside motherfucker, down or like he first he was upside down he, this motherfucker oh, was he, oh yeah yeah uh, he was um, stabbed. Some dude de- stabbed hurt his wife's boyfriend to death, and then uh, ran away, hid in the chimney, fell, got stuck, and uh, you can't. I-, I think the like tale of Santa Claus leaves people to believe that you can fit down a chimney. You can't. But that shit's like this. Like it's not very big. It's really small. People at home, listen. Don't, don't, don't go do down that. your chimney. You'll mm-hmm. die. Here's another thing, too, that people don't realize is when you're inverted like that, all that blood goes to your chest and head, mm-hmm. maybe your hands if you're like this, and you'll which die. then puts pressure on your lungs, which you'll then suffocate. makes it harder for you to blur. Yeah, you yeah you'll suffocate. suffocate. I've seen, do you remember that old show, A Thousand Ways to Die? Yes. You remember that? There was yes. a guy who, who was trying to steal somebody's car and broke into his garage, tried to Mission Impossible it, and uh, was stuck, inverted. He died. Yeah, he did. Because, because the guy left for like the week, and this guy got stuck upside down and was just hanging like by his ankles from the roof of this garage. Yeah, and uh, he, was, he was dead. Yeah, he died. Being upside down for a really long time sucks. Here's a fun yeah. thing. Like, everybody go lay down in your bed and then let your head dangle off the end and just stay like that for a minute and then realize when you're like, oh, my head feels weird. Like, That's man, it filling sucks. up with blood. <laughs> now it's completely upside down for hours and you'll die. Yep. Sucks. Also but sucks. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't die. Don't die. This is a what not to do story. Mm-hmm. Usually. Thanks, Arkansas. As such this segment is. Thanks, hey, Arkansas. Uh, Bro, do you know what an atomic Bro. wedgie is? I do. Are you going to answer with lethal? <laughs> because in this story, it sure was. Okay, so full disclosure, this wasn't this week. This was in 2015. But I found the story this week, so it counts. Oklahoma okay. man pleads guilty in atomic wedgie death. 
An Oklahoma man has pleaded guilty to manslaughter for killing his stepfather with an atomic wedgie, pulling the man's own underwear up over his head, causing him to suffocate. At a hearing Wednesday, he told the judge, things just got out of hand. <laughs> Monday, Bradley Davis, age 34, pleaded guilty to first-degree manslaughter ahead of a jury trial set for next week. At a mitigation hearing on Wednesday, he described the incident to a judge who was trying to determine his punishment. Days before Christmas in 2013, in his mother's trailer in McLeod, about 30 miles from uh, Oklahoma City, of course, uh, Davis mm -hmm. got into a fight with his stepfather, age 58. His name was uh, Denver Lee St. Clair. And St. Clair came at him. He says, I was defending myself with all I had. He said, I was panicked, mad, scared, he said. It was like a bad dream. Things got out of hand. Uh, Davis admitted that he knocked his stepfather unconscious. And while he was passed out, Davis pulled his blue underwear and stretched it over the head from behind. I love he was, they uh, included the color. Yes, I needed to know. <laughs> He said he wanted his stepfather to be embarrassed when he came to. He said, I never had any intention of killing the man, he told the judge. There's no way I ever thought it could have happened. <laughs> the medical examiner said the Sinclair died from blood force trauma to his head and asphyxiation. The underwear's elastic band had slipped and went around his neck and cut off his air supply. So I'd never seen anything like this before, but... When we first looked at our victim, seeing the waistband and his underwear was around his neck, the Potawatomi County Sheriff Mike Booth told the Oklahoman, can you imagine like that rolling into your morgue and you'd have been like, I've seen some shit. This is a first. It's like, ah, oh, God damn it. Just pull out the bourbon now. This is going to be a yeah. long day. Yeah, we're gonna. This is gonna be uh, one that I'm sad that I can't tell my family about. Uh, there was never any intent to kill him that way. I don't think it was even foreseeable. He told the Oklahoman uh, when he was interviewed that night. He said, "Man, I did a horrible thing when I gave him that wedgie. He didn't even really know the guy died. He was just tired of taking it. He'd been bullied his whole life by this guy." Davis's sentencing is set for July 16th. Prosecutors are seeking a 35-year prison term. And you know what? Time has passed. But blunt Maybe force we... trauma. But blunt force trauma. So he pulled his his fucking his Robin's egg blue underwear over his head, and then was just like, "Who's the failure now?" Crap, crap, crap. Like punching him, like donkey punching him, you know. And then, um... all right. <laughs> follow-up story because we so rarely get these uh he was actually sentenced to 30 years in prison all right well there you go oh he's a big dude an oklahoman was sentenced late uh on thursday to 30 years in prison for asphyxiating his stepfather with an atomic wedgie in december of 2013 brad lee davis now 35 of uh looks like it took a whole year to get sentenced um that's about right uh, looks like he was rejected his plea for a second chance. Davis said he knocked down his father or stepfather and pulled the elastic band of his underwear over his head and around his neck. This left ligature marks on the victim, according to police. The medical examiner stated the cause of death was actually blunt force trauma and then asphyxiation. Yeah, and then fecal oh, matter in his nose hairs. Yes. <laughs> 
gross. I'm surprised you got 30 years. Are you? Yeah. So we get for crop dust in my room, old man. Hey, you know, it was an accident. Was Accidents it though? Happen. Was it? We'll never well, know. Let's grab that Calvin Klein, Calvin Klein fucking waistband. One thing led to another. Here we are. The rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. Are you ready for, uh... Bro, I'm so ready. Cool, man. So, uh, you know whose birthday just passed this week? Nope. Gary fucking Oldman. Oh, I thought you were going to say Busey. No, not Gary yeah, Busey. Really excited, but I'm actually more excited for for Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yes, sir. Yeah, just turned 63 years old, so this week we are having a Gary Oldman-themed Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh, I fucking love that. I love Gary Oldman. Who doesn't like it? You know who doesn't like Gary Oldman? Bad people and terrorists. That's mm -hmm. it. That sums it up. Let's so just this. think about it. If you're like, I don't like Gary Oldman, and then you're like, well, I'm not a terrorist. Means you're, you're a bad person. person. Mm -hmm. Let's just get straight to it, shall we? Yeah, please. Let's just jump into it. Your first film. Communist radicals hijack Air Force One with the U.S. president and his family on board. The vice president negotiates from Washington, D.C., while the president, a veteran, fights to rescue the hostages on board. This one was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, starring Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman, and Glenn Close from 1997. Air Force One. Get off my plane. Fast line in music movie <laughs> history. It was made that day. Get off my plane. Um, yeah. He did get off, too. <laughs> he did. Uh... Fuck, this, this had star power. When did it come out again? 1997, Harrison Ford, like, at his peak. Mm-hmm. It was at his peak. Clear and present um, danger, yeah. Executive decision. Fugitive. The fugitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of that. So he's on the tail end of that run. I didn't kill my wife. I want my family back. <laughs> um, and Gary Oldman, who, who played his wife? Who played the first lady? I don't remember. And the daughter. I can look it up. He had a daughter. I'm, I'm happy to look all this up for you. This is all pertinent please, information. Please do. I don't. I don't want to look. I don't want to. You know. Of course. Come on, internet. Catch up to me here. I pay enough I wanna, for you. I want to say it was like. Um, what's her name? Uh, Connie Nielsen. I could be wrong though. Wendy Crusen way off okay uh but gary Oldman playing a russian which is perfect um that accent too he had a solid fucking russian accent you would have um, thought he was actually from russia mm -hmm. i'm gonna say uh, it's i mean it was an action movie harrison ford in in, a, in an action movie um I'm gonna say it was it was fresh, but not super fresh. I'm gonna say like seventy one percent. 
Hey man, great guess. This one was uh, certified fresh at 78%. You're going to gain seven on that one. All right, I'll take it. A couple of fun facts on this film. Uh, Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman are actually hitting each other during the fight scenes. That shit's real. They kicked each other's ass. <laughs> um, the lead role was actually written for Kevin Costner, but he was heavily committed to The Postman, which was a terrible decision. And, that was uh, awful. Actually suggested Harrison Ford for the part. So uh, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate you on that one. Yep. And then uh, President Bill Clinton, who was the real U.S. president at the time of the film's release, loved and enjoyed the film so much they actually saw it twice while in office and praised it, giving it a good review. And as he pointed out, however, the real plane doesn't have an actual parachute ramp or escape pods like the aircraft in the movie. In response, director Wolfgang Peterson said, not yet it doesn't <laughs> or does it <laughs> all right man off to a great start ready for next film yeah, yeah. yes please Going all over the board on this one let's let's revisit childhood harry potter ron and armini return to oh hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry for their third year of study where they delve in the mystery surrounding an escaped prisoner who poses a dangerous threat to the young wizard. This one's directed by Alfonso Curion, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, and of course Gary Oldman from 2004. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Serious Black. Great. Um, I actually, did you like Harry Potter? I hadn't seen them until probably three years ago. Marie yeah. and I just binge watched all of them. All of them? Yeah. Yeah, like all of them at once. Um, they're, they're not bad. I mean, they're okay. They're kind of fun, right? Yeah, they're they're they're, they're a good time. Movies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of like the magic. I think it's fun. Yeah, I I think it is fun, dude. I remember um, back when the Wii was brand new. I remember yeah. going into like a GameStop and there was a Harry Potter game. Yeah, yeah, and, I played the shit um, out of that. Yeah, at a and best it was spot. like, yeah, and you had to <laughs> fucking get the wrist action right yeah. to cast spells so i was like oh yeah, yeah. this is this is kind of Great. fun um but lego harry potter was a good game too i believe that all the lego games are, are good oh, time. Yeah, Lego, they're always good um but uh so harry potter i feel does well like all of them i think are are, are received pretty well they're very popular um they are so popular in fact that they made like seven of them i don't know maybe even uh more. yeah i'm gonna say this is certified fresh 87 percent. hey man that's another great guess this one is certified fresh at 90 percent. oh god so close you're right on it hey man you're having a great game a couple of things on this one you know why we would make really bad sunday school teachers why so i mean say a lot of bad words yes primarily and uh, the whole thing that we're not really into it, but uh, a clause in the director uh, Alfonso Curian's contract forbade him from using cursing in front of the kids on set. Evidently, he's got a foul mouth. Really? Yes. And uh, director Alfonso Curian had never read any of the Harry Potter novels, nor had they seen the first two movies. When he was offered the job uh, of director, uh, it was Guillermo del Toro who convinced him, saying, don't be stupid. Read them already. <laughs> and uh, aware of his fondness, hey, you know, you know who's a uh, fucking gentleman. Who? 
Gary fucking Oldman, bro. Um, aware of his fondness for music, Gary Oldman presented Daniel Radcliffe with a bass guitar as a gift for when they first met. That's cool. He was like, well, hello there, Daniel. Enjoy this, because I got it for you. Is that how he said you it? Could, you could slap it. Yeah, because he's like from across the pond. I don't know. Is he really? No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Gary Oldman's he American. From? He's American. Says who? Me. His last name's Oldman. He's got to be from somewhere else. No, yeah, he's no. an English movie star. Are you fucking kidding me? He's from London. No, he's not. You're fucking... You're kidding yeah. me right now. He's from New what? Cross, London. Born in 1958. No. You're Shit. crazy. You're crazy. What? Take he's your time. English? Drink it in. Well, yeah, he's, he's English. English. And he likes to do drawings. <laughs> Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for a minute. No but fucking no, really shit. Good. I did not know that. Yeah, he's a really good I, actor. I was, I was convinced he was American. Nope. Because even in fucking Harry Potter, he's not English. Where everybody's English, he's not mm. English. Oh. What the fuck? I can't think of a, a, a role that he's played that he's English. No. Can you? I can think of Russian, and I can think whatever the fuck he was in The Fifth Element. Like, that was uh, a weird, no, that he was, was like a weird Southern accent. Yeah, uh, and he was in The Darkest Hour he played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he played Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah. But that's the only thing I got, like, literally the only thing I can think of where he was English. Everything he's else, getting, like so much shit, dude. Like, who knows? He's so good. I love Gary Oldman. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he was Dracula. So good in it too. God damn it! Love Gary Oldman. I his little, I'm a huge fan. The, the dual man bun. You remember the dual man hey, bun in Dracula? I'm gonna oh, do those God. later. Me too. Today, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. You almost had it that one time with the Princess Leia, but it was too low. You're yeah. close. Ready for next film? Yes. In 2028 Detroit, when Alex Murphy, a loving husband, father, and damn good cop, is critically injured in the line of duty, a multinational conglomerate, Omnicorp, sees their chance for a part man, part robot police officer. This one is directed by Jose Padilla, starring... Okay, get ready for this. Joel Kinnaman, Gary Oldman, Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson, Abby Cornish, Jennifer Ale, Jay Baruchel, Amy Garcia, Jackie Earl Haley, and Michael Kenneth Williams from 2014 RoboCop. Oh, okay. Okay. I was thinking like... Star fucking studded, bro. Right. But I was thinking like the original RoboCop. I was like, Gary Seven, Oldman's no. not in RoboCop. Yeah, that one. In RoboCop. Okay. Um, so... Did you see this one? I fucking own that movie. Are you out of your Do goddamn you? mind? Hell yeah, I own that movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I watched it and started it over and watched it again. Did you really? I love RoboCop, dude. I like the I like the original RoboCop with with Red from fucking uh, Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, I want an SUX. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that. 
Exactly. I'd buy that for a fucking dollar. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it. I thought it did well. But the thing is, uh, I think I think critics and everybody compared it to the original too much. Or, yeah, I, I think it 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 didn't didn't shine a light to the original with uh you know nobody nobody was in the originals <clears throat> so i'm gonna say this one's rotten not not too terribly rotten i'm gonna save um 51 percent fuck man you're dancing all over it stop stop dancing huh? all over it you're so close okay. just get it right on next time uh okay. this one is rotten at 48 percent. you gained three Ooh, it's a game that you needed to have. Ooh, man, I'm gonna feel a little. I, was, I thought I was gonna, I was gonna throw you off with all the uh, the stars, star-studded star yeah. power that it had. I need mean, anything with Amy Garcia in it. I'm a huge fucking fan. Amy Garcia. But, uh, Who the fuck is Amy Garcia? Amy Garcia is. She was in um, Lucifer. Did you watch Lucifer the show? A little bit. Uh, she was in, in RoboCop. She was obviously in... fun facts. Um, in Raymond Sellers, Michael Keaton's office, uh, in a display case is a suit reminiscent of the original Robocop from 1987. Yes, and also, uh, okay, so this film I really liked it. Um, this film's kind of a piece of shit. Uh, no one's really argues I that. I liked it. Um, uh, during the production of the film, Jose Padilla phoned a friend, uh, fellow Brazilian actor, director, Fernando Morales, to confide in him his frustration of lack of creative control that he was allowed by the studio for the project. Padilla uh, estimated that for every 10 ideas he brought to the project, the studio refused nine and went out um, uh, and went on to describe the making of the film as the worst experience of his life. When the word of this conversation became public and an apparent to appease the studio, Adila had to uh, release a counter statement expressing complete satisfaction with the film. So basically, it was a tale as old as time. They have a great idea for a movie and a studio shits all over it, won't let it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was intended to be a rated R film, um, hard R, uh, similar to the original. Um, and because the budget got so inflated, it went from a $60 million movie to a hundred million dollars um wow. they forced the film to have a pg-13 rating to uh hopefully yes yeah. a broader audience yeah. um which caused the film to be terrible so that sucks yeah studio ruined suck. it uh, could have been awesome did you notice that the guy uh joel kinnaman was the guy from altered carbon through season one yeah it's also from uh there's a what the fuck is this show the Netflix show that he's in. It is The Killing. The Killing. Very good. Very good show. Yeah, it was great. I, you know he what I didn't the, get uh, into? The second season of Altered Carbon. Couldn't get into it. The one with uh, the guy that plays the Falcon. Couldn't do it. Yeah, it was hard because it wasn't the same guy. You're yeah. like, what's happening here? There's a like, story there that I would love to know. Yeah. Like, why did they not get the original guy to do it like the the thing is it's slated perfectly for it because it's just skin you know it's yeah 
if you're ever gonna pull that off mind mind implanted in the skin solid good job good job doing that but it was like in my brain because because the thing is the original guy like that that joel kinnaman plays asian he's an asian dude but in this white guy's body yeah uh and then they get planted into what's his face's body who is from like eight mile that's where i know him (laughs) from it's from eight mile um yeah couldn't couldn't do it couldn't do it i tried three times i fell asleep every time and i'm like no i give up three times a lady Mm -hmm. once twice three times a lady ready yes next film yep all right i'm pretty sure you haven't seen this one but if you have good on you a young woman fights the spirit that is slowly taking possession of her this one is written and directed by David Goyer, uh, starring Adette Annabel and Gary Oldman from 2009, The Unborn. No. She was also known as Adette Yustman, or, but she got married and actually took her husband's last name after she was already famous. So it was weird that she has two names. Yeah. But when you see her, you realize that she was the love interest from the guy in Cloverfield. Super hot. Where oh, you're like, okay. oh, I love okay. you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I though. would absolutely abandon my family to uh, have a night with her uh, forever. Tell me, tell me, tell me about the end a little bit. Better one is a better way to say it is uh, she's being possessed by the twin brother that was never born, and like is coming into her eyes. Like that gift that I sent you earlier. Kind of. Well. The best foods mayonnaise. Um, yeah. Don't be that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea about this movie. I have not seen this. Use that to your um, advantage. Based off the premise, though, I'm going to say that it is rotten. It doesn't sound great. I'm going to say 46%. All right. So you're going to gain a few on that one, but it's okay. You can afford it. Uh, right. This movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it and loved it because I'm in love with that woman, but uh, not a good film. Uh, it is rotten, and you're still gaining points at 10%. Wow. Okay. All right. Um... Fun facts on this one. Uh, 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 good news. Odette uh, recently uh, divorced her husband of 10 years in 2019. Um, I would marry her in a heartbeat. Outside of that, there is no interesting fun facts about this movie at all. <laughs> like Zero. Sorry, Gary. They can't all be winners. Okay. Wrote that Got down. It. Ready for your last film? Yes, please. Wrap it up, dude. All right, here we go. Senator Lane Hansen is a contender for U.S. Vice President for information and disinformation about her past surfaces that threatens to derail her confirmation. This was uh, written and directed by Rod Lurie, starring Joan Allen, Gary Oldman, and Jeff Bridges from 2000, The Contender. I don't know if they've seen this either. Uh, this was a uh, fairly large movie for the time. It's a political drama. Sounds like it. 
Chase. Um, who else? Jeff Bridges is in it. Jeff Bridges is in it. Uh, Joan Allen's actually really famous too. You know her from such films as uh, The Crucible, Nixon, uh, Room, Death Race, but that was a piece of shit. She was a voice actor in uh, Skyrim. That's kind of neat. That is cool. Uh, so, Born Supremacy. She's in The Notebook. Um, she's a legitimately uh, pre- pretty uh, well-known actress. You would know her if you saw her. Okay. Um, not knowing anything about it, but based 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 off of uh, <clears throat> political dramas, tend to do pretty well if they they have enough backing behind them. They're written well, typically, I guess. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm gonna say it's fresh. I don't know. So Jeff Bridges, Gary, Jeff Bridges and Gary Oldman. That's star power for that point in time. Two thousand. You said right. The woman is as well. Yeah. Is she? Joan okay. Allen's very famous. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You would, okay. You would know her from Star. Okay. So You're like, oh, okay. That's how you would be. Okay. So what she star, star star power behind it, um, and it, it it being released in two thousand at, at like the uh, the the peak of their. Famousness? This is also Notoriety? An oh, and an election year. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... Fresh, like, 73%. 73%? 73, yeah. God damn it, dude. Could you just stop dancing around it and get it right? Um, this one was... <laughs> you did an excellent job, bro. You took the information that you knew... Apply that to the logic that we know. Uh, political dramas do tend to do very well. This one was certified fresh at 76%. You gain another oh, three. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I can afford it. And uh, the 3%. Yeah, no, you did very, very well. So it was a good game. Yeah. Um, Jeff Bridges said he modeled President Evans after his father, Lloyd Bridges, whom he worshipped and also had recently died in 1998. Uh-huh. Um, the film, the idea for the film came from uh, writer director Rod Lurie, was presenting an award to Joan Allen when he joked that he should write a screenplay just for her so that she could win another one. Um, Allen told him at the award ceremony that if he did write a screenplay, she'd read it. Um, <laughs> spurred by this encouragement, Lurie uh, said, set to the task, completed the script in just a couple of weeks. Mock that bitch right out. That's awesome. She read it, agreed to do the film, and then. Based off of her agreement to do the film, uh, Jeff Bridges and Gary Oldman both signed up afterwards. Dude, I think I think the next next week I'm gonna do Jeff Jeff Bridges because he's been in a lot of shit and he's fantastic. I love Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges movies, I think, all tend to do very well. I think critics like him. Do they? Because have you seen R.I.P.D.? Yeah. Okay. We all have. They all have outliers, but like. Yeah, no, but I, I think I, I think I am. I think I'm going to do that because I love Jeff Bridges. I love every movie that is in, even if they don't do well. Um, I think I think that's what I'm going in next week. Happening. All right. What did I get? I think uh, 51 is my guess. 
That's what I got. Oh, uh, I think you might be even. I mean, like overly generous on the uh, score here. I think you probably did less than that. Yeah. Uh, so we got three plus thirty-six plus three plus three. Really? You got three a lot. Yeah, apparently. Plus seven. For a grand total of... I may even guess that pretty well. 52. <laughs> Great game, man. Yeah, this is a good one. Score to beat for me next week. I'm, I'm happy about it. Oh, yeah, we're competing. Yes. Do it. And you just threw up a great game. Yeah. Good job, man. Thanks, man. I knew I'll do it do again. It. I'll do it again. It's not that you try. It's that you succeed. Write that down. Uh, so today we talked about, uh, you know, me dodging death. Uh, a Serbian film. Don't watch it. And uh, did some This Week in Dumb. And uh, I crushed Rotten Tomatoes game. Let me know how you guys did down in the comments below. Um, yeah. Fucking, but here we are. Here we are. At the end again. Um, thank you guys for coming through. Hanging out with us. Um, especially with the, uh, the tough content that is the Serbian suburbia. It is meant to be that. In that we are viewing movies and films that are uh, that are that are rough to watch. They're the most disturbing ones that are uh, available the to worst, the masses. Mm -hmm. Worst, the worst. Thanks, uh, shit, let's go. We 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 do that for you so that you stay ready. So y'all ain't got to get ready. We do it so you don't have to. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming through. We love you endlessly. Uh, as always, I am Steady Smash. This is my hetero life mate. But anyhow, for my new guys, keep it positive.